Hello and welcome back to the sixth episode of the Oligarchy Disruptor with your host Bennett Leon and today I wanted to talk about some really really interesting things that I saw over the last 24 hours or actually less than that um, that I wanted to talk about um, and I wanted to start off with the most funny video that you guys will ever see. Uh, so um, as we know uh, or as you might know um, Donald Trump last week um, commuted the sentence of uh, the former governor of Illinois, Rod Blagojevich, who was sent to jail for trying to, um, well, on corruption charges for trying to sell the Senate seat of former senator and former president Barack Obama. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty shady and fucked up, but uh, you're going to see, like, I honestly would never, ever, ever think that... I would see the day that Anderson Cooper would go after somebody uh, that's part of like the establishment, well, the corrupt establishment, but nonetheless, um, I never thought he would uh, he would go after them. So let's. I want to show you this. I want to start off the day right. <laughs> uh, so let's start off with this video. It is honest. It's a few minutes long. It's three minutes, but I think it's worth every minute to show you guys. Give me one moment join me in the fight to reform our criminal justice system uh, well, and actually me, do something about the about problem that. of over sentencing right. blacks and latinos right i, yes, I, I, I learned I think, that when i oh yeah and this is on cnn by the way i'm just going to pause that really quick this is an interview on cnn uh where anderson cooper is interviewing uh rod blagojevich the week after he got uh commuted and sent um he was released from jail from his family uh to his family so i'm going to start right now I was there. Okay. What was sad is that you hadn't actually learned that when you mattered, when you actually were the governor. You work. You talk about working for the criminal justice reform. There's a lot of people in Chicago. There's a lot of people in Illinois who actually like spit up when you say that because when you were actually in power and when you were actually governor and you could have helped thousands of people with clemency cases, you blew it off. The governor after you inherited a huge backlog, nearly 3,000 clemency petitions that you failed to review. In fact, you were sued by, by uh, you were sued as governor by Cabrini Green Legal Aid to try and pressure you to actually pay attention to clemency cases instead of extorting people for money and campaign contributions. So it's a little ironic and frankly a little sad and pathetic and hypocritical you talking about you know, commuting, getting a, you get a commutation of a sentence, which is within the president's right, but you ignored a whole hell of a lot of other people who are hoping you might give them clemency when you actually matter. So actually, well, you know what, question, I'm happy to, I'm, there wasn't a yeah. question, it was a statement. I'd be happy to work with people oh, on criminal justice yeah. reform, but I wouldn't work with you. Okay, can I answer that yes. statement and question? Okay, I'd like to address that. Look, when you've been put where I was and you have all the time that I was given to think and look back on some of the things you might have done different, that's certainly an area that you talked about that I certainly wish I would have done more on. There's no question about that. Fair that's enough. among my biggest regrets. I didn't know how corrupt the criminal justice system was until it did it to me. And that was a wake-up call. Having said that, I want to say one thing about me as governor. When the cases came to me, and I was given files about people who were seeking clemency or pardons. I acted appropriately. Actually, no, they sat on your desk, and that's why you were sued. I mean, that is But the I case. did clemencies, and I did uh, right. pardons. I didn't, didn't do nearly enough. It wasn't a priority. I, I I'm just going to pause that for a second. 
this fucking guy's <laughs> lie after fucking lie like uh, this guy is absolutely delusional thought he got cheated by the criminal justice system like what's wrong with this guy all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna start it back up with it one second I would acknowledge that. I didn't go to the office every day doing that. Instead, I was giving health care to all the children, free public transportation to our seniors and the disabled. Actually, you were, you were I regret that very much. Money to hospitals in order to get campaign contributions. But um, listen, Governor, no, see, that's, the, that, that's a big lie. They got $8 million from me, and I was sent to prison for things that aren't left. crimes. They got it after you I promise left. it. I ordered it before that happened, and it didn't. they got it while I was governor. That is not factual. Okay. Uh, governor Blagojevich, I do wish you the best. I, I really, I'm glad for your family. That's basically You're asking it. me questions. I'm well, no, sorry, honestly, I appreciate you no, having no, me but, on. But just honestly, yes. I, I just, look, I have no problem with you getting out. I think, you know, the president can commute whoever he wants. I just think I wish, you know, you're besmirching prosecutors who actually... Uh, who are no longer in, the, in, in government, but, you know, prosecutors are important in our system, and you are going after the very basis of our justice system, which has plenty of problems, but, but you know, part of the thing right. is you got out, you do have an obligation to at least admit what you did wrong, and you refuse to do that, and you're creating a whole new alternate universe of facts, and that may be big in politics today, but it's still, frankly, just bullshit. we got to leave it there. Well, Thank no, you, it's Governor. not bullshit. I lived it myself. It's not bullshit at all. Thank you. And there you have it. There you have it. Can you guys believe that? Are you guys as awesome as I am? Like that is insane. I um I even wrote on my Facebook page, that's fucking crazy. Never in a million years did I think I'd see the day when Anderson Cooper, of all people in the media, would go after the most uh corrupt people in the establishment. Insane must watch. Uh, but yeah, he straight up dragged him through the coals. Um, but I mean, that's that's what people who uh, have been convicted of crimes are. We are actually we actually know that they are corrupt for a fact. Charged and convicted in jail for multiple years already. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. This guy, he's something else for sure. Uh, so. Uh, the next thing I wanted to uh, show you guys was this video uh, on Stephen uh, Colbert's show, uh, The Late Show, where uh, he has Rahm Emanuel on. And if you don't know what Ram, uh, Rahm Emanuel is, he is the former uh, mayor of Chicago most recently and also the former chief of staff um, to President Barack Obama when he was president. So in this video, um, you'll see that Rahm Emanuel, who, like I mentioned before, is very much a part of the establishment, um, especially in the Democratic Party being chief of staff for, uh, for uh, Obama and the mayor of the very corrupt system in Chicago, uh, the mayoral system. So here you'll see Rahm uh, talk about how socialism, people aren't ready for socialism. They don't think that's going to... He still is skeptical how... Um, socialism will impact um, or how well it's going to be accepted by the uh, mainstream people uh, basically denying reality as we see it now but I want to let you guys be the judge of that um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to show you the video and or let you hear it so just give me one second and I got it going for you
My next guest this evening is a former mayor of Chicago. Welcome back. Welcome back, Your Honor. I haven't Honor. seen people uh, stand like that since uh, the high holidays, so you don't keep poor services. That's yeah. impressive. Nice to have you back. Thank you. Now, uh, last time you were here, you, you said, you know, uh, Democrats fall in love. Um, they have to fall in love with a candidate. After Nevada, is that it? Are we hitched? Are we in love with Bernie Sanders? Are no, the Democrats all in for him? They're swooning, a lot of enthusiastic people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not. We've got a ways to go on this. Uh, but, but everybody's saying it's over. Chris Matthews has no. to be medicated. Well, that, uh, it, it's, for Chris, it's covered by Blue Cross Blue Shield, so don't yes. worry about okay. that. Uh, no, wait. Are you are you worried about Bernie? Are you are you? Because no, you're, you're you're the Democratic establishment in in all in a blue suit there. You are the Democratic yeah. establishment. This is, Chief this of staff. This is what it looks like right here. Democratic so, mayor of hey, Chicago. Okay, Come here's on. The, here's the rules that I would say. Last hundred years, three Democrats have won re-election for president. Franklin Roosevelt. U.S. Yeah. US history for two hundred. Franklin okay. Roosevelt. Yes, sure, sure. President Clinton. Yep. Barack Obama. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> They remember. Okay, yeah, they that's remember. good. That's good. Okay, yeah. remember a really, really good chief of staff. Oh, no, okay, no. Uh, so here's the deal is both of them ran with the same strategy, as did in the midterm elections of both 06 and 2018 of an urban-suburban metropolitan coalition. Bernie saying, forget that. Screw it. I'm going to basically just, there's about 70 million socialists waiting to be awoken to their inner socialists. And I would just say to you, Given that our number one, two, three, four, five, six goal. Uh, I'm just going to pause it really quick. Where the fuck did he get that statistic or that uh, the number from that figure? 70 mil there are 70 million uh, socialists with their inner socialists waiting to come out. What the, f like, what the fuck does that even mean? Who is this guy? All right. Is to get rid of Donald Trump it is really a big risk to go on a political strategy that has never been tried before. And you have two recent memories both president clinton and president obama who won not only their election re-election on a singular similar strategy and now we're going to throw it away and say we don't need these fickle independent voters we're going to just do it on a base turnout and we've had only three elections and i really mean only three but you haven't had a sizable exponentially increased turnout in these primaries meaning he is not generating the type of support that he said would happen so my view is it's too early to say it's over. He is the front runner. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the NBA. If he wins big on Super Tuesday and has a delicate run, then you have a presumptive nominee. We're not there yet. What do you think happens tomorrow night? Because last week everybody had the knives out for Bloomberg. Now that Bernie is is you know going out front, this, yes? this is like nuts. Okay. Bloomberg is not on the ballot. The front runner is like three feet over this way. You're swacking at this guy, and the guy over here two years ago in Vegas. It was one of the worst mass shootings in American history. Bernie Sanders is against the assault weapon ban, was against suing the, it was one, had a really good NRA vote, and nobody brings the subject up. I think that's nuts. And my guess is if you don't know how to bring the subject up, you should not be the nominee because that's political 101. And if you don't know how to do that. All right, this guy is straight up full of shit. Uh, talking first, talking about um, 70 million uh, people with their inner socialist ready to be awoken or whatever, um, and then uh, straight up spewing lies about how 
Um, Bernie doesn't give a fuck about uh, gun rights. Um, there, it's it's absolutely insane to see what the media and the establishment is willing to do and nitpick at Bernie Sanders' uh, record on everything. Uh, I mean, these people are literally pulling up like. Um, instances of i mean like literally one of the only things that they can find is like uh some fucking paper he wrote while he was in college like 40 years ago or some shit Uh, like that's what they're digging up like there's not much on this guy that they can find and you know why because he's been consistent uh it's crazy to see what the the establishment and the media and that whole the whole system is willing to do to stop somebody that is basically trying to do um, whether or not he has the best solutions or not is a different problem is a different issue but he at his core wants to better people's lives and that is a fundamental truth like you can tell that Bernie Sanders is a good human being he's a team player he's here for all of us he is actually a public servant and he was standing for the, the, our rights, um, very important issues that were not popular uh, to stand for um, back in the day when he was a mayor, um, when he um, was a representative in Congress um, or in the House and then now as a sitting senator and now running for president um, and hopefully as president. Um, I personally think that he is going to be the next FDR. I mean, he literally wants to start like the, the next, uh, the Green New Deal. Um, of course, reminiscent of FDR's New Deal to transform America um, economically and in um, pretty much every way. Um, but I think that that's really important for us to note uh, as voters and responsible citizens uh, in this country as well. Um, (laughs) but, um, aside from that, uh, when, especially when it comes to Bernie, there are a lot of lies that, uh, that will be spewed in the media, uh, especially now that he's a front runner and he is nearing, uh, that front runner status. I mean, they literally warn the other candidates that they have seven days up until the super Tuesday. To basically stop Bernie Sanders from winning, uh, taking this thing away, um, because if they don't, then it, if they manage to stop him, it will uh, probably end up going to a contested convention, and then that's when everything will start getting shady as fuck, and uh, people think that, uh, they might end up running away with the election or giving it to like Buttigieg or something like that. <clears throat> But we shall see. I mean, and that's why all the candidates are still sticking around because they're banking on that. So they're going to do everything they can in the next seven days before um, Super Tuesday to be able to um, stop Bernie from running away with it. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. And I personally foresee everything getting really ugly. I think uh, the candidates that are going to start throwing blows at each other is going to start getting worse. And Bloomberg is going to throw out, (laughs) he's going to spend more hundreds of his millions uh, on uh, attack ads for the other candidates, especially Bernie. So we shall see, we shall see. Um, It's definitely an interesting time to be alive. Um, And 
I will post later when I catch up on the debate uh, that just happened. Uh, but so far, I think this is a great conversation uh, and very informative. And I will see you guys on the next episode of the Alligator Disruptor. Thank you so much for your support.